Welcome to episode three of the Naturopathic Doc Podcast. I'm so excited that you joined me here today and that you're actually listening to the third episode on this list. That means you're actually getting into the nitty gritty. This one is a very dense topic, which I feel like needs a better intro than the other ones. Now, I want to mention this is something and this activity that we're going to go through in this exercise today involves a downloading an app to your phone and it is creating a suicide action plan, which sounds morbid. It's not. It's a very amazing tool that I wish I had when I was not in a depressive state. So I would like like to say this right now. If you're dealing or struggling with depression, anxiety, or any other mental health condition, whether it be diagnosed or undiagnosed, if you are struggling with that right now, do this exercise with the help of a licensed physician, naturopath, or a counselor because this is this is going to be a challenge. It's going to be really difficult to do in a state of of negativity or in that state of, of where you feel like you can't get out. And I want to be supportive of that. There are resources at the end of the show that I'll talk about, and there'll be resources in the show notes for you to reach out. Please, please, please do not be shamed about needing help for your mental state. It is super important that we talk about this. Now, with further ado, here we go. Real quick, it's launch week, and so I am super excited that you're here and you're listening, but what would super help me out this week, especially, is if you logged on to Apple Podcasts and you left me a review. Now scroll down and you click the write a review and give me a review, however many stars you want to give me, five is ideal, but please write me a detailed review about why you love this podcast, who can benefit from it. It's the only way that the algorithm on podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, actually feeds people my podcast, and it helps me out so much. Thank you. Welcome to the Naturopathic Doc Podcast, where we empower women to take back control of their health. I'm your host, Dr. Kaylin Galloway, and I'm excited to help you navigate the confusing and frustrating world of healthcare through a holistic lens. Join me each week as we discuss practical tips and expert advice on how to get the most from your healthcare team. So grab a cup of tea and take a deep breath, and let's get back your power one visit at a time. As a naturopathic physician, I aim to embrace the principle of docere, which is Latin for to teach, which is my exact desire for this podcast is to teach you more about your body and about health. But None of this should be considered advice, specifically medical advice. Any and all health decisions should be done with your personal physician. So I want to describe to you what we're going to be doing in this episode. It's going to be very hands-on, and I'm going to actually have you download an app in just a minute that will be on your phone. It's free. It's a free resource. I am not tied with to it. I make no monetary gains from it. This is not sponsored, but this is something that I came across in my training as a naturopathic doctor and I found it to be super helpful. Now I personally have struggled with depression uh, my whole life but I have been treating it actively for the past five years. I am in a very amazing state right now. I am super blessed but I've been to the dark depths of depression where I felt like I was never going to get out and the worst part about that was that I was in those dark deep times while I was pregnant with my son who is now two years old. Thank the Lord. Um, and I remember being really, 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 um, scared by all the thoughts that were going in my head and I didn't have this resource and 
when I learned about this resource, it was actually after my son was born. It was after I really had begun the transition of really treating my depression and getting it under control and learning the tools that I needed in order to help myself be successful. And I was actually seeing a patient and this patient came to us and was having suicidal ideations. They were not actively suicidal. And so when we were going through our intake, this was recommended by a supervisor that we download this app and we go through it with the patient. And I found myself going through it with the patient being like, wow, this is an amazing resource. And I kept being like, the only thing I could think while doing it was like, wow, this is the time I want to be doing this is when I feel good. Is when I feel like I have control. Now, in the situation of this patient, this she needed it then. And this is when we needed to do it. And she needed to make the commitment to herself to help her get out of the situation of, of the depression that she was currently handling. But I want to make this clear that if you are currently having any sort of mental health disorder, if you are currently having suicide ideations, you should reach out to someone and you should do this in uh, in congruence with a licensed practitioner right by your side. So I want to emphasize that, um, but I really think this is a great resource. So what I really want you guys to do right now is download, it's called Suicide Safety Plan. And we're going to open it and it's going to say plan. So the first thing we're going to tap is warning signs. So when you get into depression, it kind of is like, there's like these series of, of steps and then every once in a while it feels like a cliff. So for me, and this is just my personal experience, is that there are warning signs that I'm going to dip into a depressive state if I stop brushing my teeth or if I, on a regular basis, if I um, start to not do the chores that I know I need to do or I start to not listen to music as much or... I choose to spend my days scrolling Instagram instead of getting things done. Now, none of these tasks are wrong. They're not evil. They're not even the cause of my depression. They're just warning signs for myself that, hey, you aren't addressing a a fundamental need of yourself. You aren't, you're trying to avoid a feeling. You're trying to escape. What are you trying to escape from? And it's a cue to myself, hey, you probably need to, to reach out and go to your Go to the next step and get some help. And so right here, it has three spots for you to type in warning signs. Now, these are not, these are just kind of like changes in your schedule that you just don't really, like you kind of know like, okay, this is what I'm, this is when I feel like I'm going into that state of not feeling good. And I would fill those out. And then the next one is going to be coping strategies. So when you get into that state of you're starting to notice that you're having warning signs that you might be entering into a depressive state or if you are someone who is actively suicidal, you're starting to have that, that, that feeling of like, I no longer want to live. If that is the case, this should be done. And I'm going to say this like over and over again in the presence of a licensed practitioner. But if someone is just having depression and they're not having suicidal ideations, in this case, I want you to put in three coping strategies or more to help you to be like, okay, these are the warning signs. I'm getting into a depressive state. My mood is transitioning. I am feeling like my mental load is not able to handle what's going on. What can I do? And some examples of this are go for a walk, meditate, call a friend, uh, go to the gym, uh, watch a favorite movie. And for me, and this is going to sound crazy, I watch a movie that will make me cry. Because a lot of times for me, my coping strategy is that I 
will just work or I'll suppress the emotions that I have until I can't hold it in any longer. And so I'll watch the two movies that I watch if I really need a good cry are Marley and Me and, um, and The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. And I'll watch the scene with Bailey. And those two movies, like, will get me every time. I tell my husband that, like, he's always telling me, like, oh, there's a dog in that movie. And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to watch it. I can't do it. I can't do dogs. I can watch people die all day. <laughs> but I will not watch a movie where I know the dog is going to die. And if there's a dog as a main character, that's how it goes. So, um, no. But Marley and Me gets me in the feels just because it's a very, like, beautiful story. And I, I, I watch it when I know I need to process things. And so sometimes that for me, that's just like, okay, you're avoiding feeling whatever you're feeling. Let's get a good cry out. Let's get a good like emotion out. And then there's also like, if I feel like it's anger that I'm trying to suppress because I'm going into that depressive state, I'm going to go do some punching. I'm going to go do some kickboxing or um, go do like a really aggressive hit workout, something along those lines that helps me to get those emotions out so that I'm not like bottling it in. And then after that, I do something that's very like specific, calming, centralized inner work. And so that means meditating and then I do journaling or I go take a bath and I like meditate in the bathtub or I go talk to my husband about what's going on and help him have him help me process all the information. So and the next one is reasons to live for. So this is a column where you have to watch, you have to look at all of these things. You have to say like, why, why do people need me around? And I can guarantee you, I don't care how depressed you are, you can think of three people that need you, that want you. And as a mother, the obvious response is my son, my husband, but there's also my cat. There's my mother. There's like, there's patients that desperately need the knowledge that I have. And while I am struggling with really maintaining motivation or feeling ad adequate or feeling like I am actually worth anything, people need the information that I have. They need all that I am. And there's a reason I'm here. And so I write that down in this app as like my, my reminder. Guess what? Even though I feel like I, I don't want to go on, I feel like I am so depressed, I can't make this. And I, I, I feel so struck I feel like I need to write these down so that I know even in my darkest hour I have somewhere listed why I should be here I'm gonna like say I as someone who is dealing with postpartum depression had on my phone I kept thinking like these thoughts of like well Dane and Orion would be my son and my husband would be far better off if I wasn't here that was like a constant thought because it felt like I wasn't getting anything that I needed to get done and I was, I felt like I was failing. And I knew it was a hormonal change. I knew it wasn't really real, but it felt real. Like depression feels real. It's so scary. But in the realities of all that moments, what I was able to do was sit there and read like this one column that I had put on my phone screen saver and it said, you can screw up. You can mess up. You can mess up every single day of your child's life. You can do everything wrong. But the one thing they will not forgive you for is no longer being there. The one thing they cannot forgive you for is giving up. The one thing they cannot forgive you for 
is ending the life that they want to attach to. And so every time I saw that, I was reminded, it's like, I can screw up. I can live in this world as like a not perfect mother and I'm still better than not being here. And while that seems like a morbid thought when you're depressed, that was like so helpful to like, I can still, I can, you know, like the the, uh, cliche of like anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. It's like I can show up and, and brush my teeth for 30 seconds in front of my son and I'm teaching him how to take care of himself or I can show up and, and cook dinner and it, even if it's french fries and, and chicken nuggets, I'm still showing up for him and showing him that he can eat food or he has food or he has the resources he needs to have nutrition. Is it the best nutrition? No. But like I'm showing up. I'm doing my best. And so those are some of the things that I have as resources for myself as like coping strategies and also the reason to live was like a big deal now this big one this next one on the list here is contacts you want to have a list of three people with their phone numbers of who you can contact now the first one you should have or two people if you don't have anybody that you want to have there are multiple people that you can contact even if you feel like you don't have anybody the first one is your counselor or physician Um, someone that is on your care team that knows that you struggle with depression, um, the first thing is you should have their number so that you can call them in crisis. The second thing you should have on your phone is the crisis center. Um, And this can help. These are volunteers that help you to uh, have a plan or uh, have have a discussion that helps you work through. Um, And so this helps you to have... A guide. So if you're in a crisis, they're on this app. If you look at like numbers to call, there's call the emergency number that will call 911 for you. If you feel like you're in, ever in a state of feeling like you're in an absolute emergency, call a helpline, which is a suicide helpline of like someone to help you talk through the moment re- you are in right now. Um, and then there's a crisis text line. So if you don't want to actually talk on the phone, if you're an introvert like me, which sounds weird as I'm talking to my microphone in a mod, in a podcast, but I hate phone calls. Um, so if you wanted to text someone to go through it or find a local um, urgent care, find a local emergency room, these resources are right in here and you don't have to enter that. But in terms of contacts, you should come up with three people. And I recommend that the three people are your counselor, because if you're dealing with this, you should have someone on your side in that way. Um, a family member who you know you can trust who will have non-judgmental thoughts about your mental health. So if you have family members that are not supportive of mental health or think that it is not okay to go see a counselor or are afraid of talking about emotions, they're not the person that you want. And then a trusted friend that you know can support you. Um, Those are three contacts I really would have on here. Um, And I feel like even if you have someone that is not a close friend, it's okay um, for you to put them on here because you kind of just want a neutral person to call to say like, I'm, I'm struggling right now. I really need some help. Can you just talk to me for a few minutes and like tell me, you could even have a game plan on here as like a note of like, I'm going to talk about cats to this person or I'm going to talk if you don't want to talk about suicide because you don't actually have to admit to this person like I'm calling you right now because I really am having difficult mental emotional struggles what you can say is hey I really want to have a discussion with you about 
um, random things so that you're getting your mind off of it. Now, it's really helpful to have a discussion with someone who's open and understands how to have conversations that are difficult, but not everyone is equipped for this. So just know that you don't have to talk about what's going on in that moment with these people. They can just be people you can call to have an honest conversation to remember that that human is human. Um, the next thing that is on here is places for distraction. And so I would definitely put this on there of like, if I'm feeling down, the best place for me to get distracted is Starbucks, or I have a local park that I love to go to, or I can go to the beach, or there's like, you know, Target or the mall, or like wherever, excuse me, whatever's in your area that you want to go talk to or go to, and then it'll be a distraction. And it's important that it's not something, so like if you're struggling with income and that's a, that's a reason why you're in a depressive state is you're financially having a hardship, the mall or Target is not a good option. <laughs> Neither is Starbucks really. So like I can go for a drive. I can go to the library. I can go to, I'm thinking of all the free resources that you could possibly go to. I can Google free events in my area. But the whole point of this is to have a stable place for you to go. I can go grocery shopping because that can be fun and soothing in some, in some regards as well, except for now with all the changes in prices. Um, and then the last thing on here is a note. So this is a place where I usually put a note to myself. And when I'm in a high, good state, I can write a a letter to myself saying, I love you. I support you. I care about you. You're important to me. And while it's difficult right now to see that there's a light at the end of this tunnel, it's difficult to move through the slosh that is depression because it does. It feels like you're, you're walking through weighted boots. I can tell you that it does end. It does. The cycle ends. And while people with major, major depressive disorder have episodes of depression and you likely will experience that again, they're episodes and they don't have to last forever. And while it's hard to make the decisions that are supportive for yourself, it's really important that you keep trying. And then I also put on here like 20%. You don't have to do 100%. You don't even really have to do 20%. You literally just have to show up. Like if, if we're talking about mental health here and doing things right, you don't have to floss all your teeth. To feel better, you have to floss one tooth. To say you've accomplished something, you have to brush your teeth for 30 seconds, not the full two minutes. If you're struggling to feel better about life, you just, you want to feel better, you make one small, tiny step that's caring for yourself. And you may not be able to take a full shower. It may be that you just take some baby wipes and you give yourself a little baby wipe shower. And, and that's perfectly fine because it's one step of self-care for yourself and like I said in the previous episode if you overcomplicate taking care of yourself if you overcomplicate what the self-care thing is it's not the ability to take yourself and pamper yourself self-care is willing to make a commitment to love yourself even when you don't feel like you love yourself it's a commitment to love the future self who will eventually be out of this dark cloud who will get to see the blue sky behind the dark cloud now, I hope this is helpful for you, and if you found this to be a really good resource, let me know. Um, I don't want this to be as morbid as I feel like it might sound. It's a really good exercise to have as a resource for when you, you, you fall into that depressive state. And I remember 
a counselor once said to me, like, she was like, I just want to know how far you've gone on the depression journey. Like, where were your thoughts? Have you made actions? Have you made plans? Are there things that you have done? Because the reality is the farther down that you go, the easier it is to go down that far next time and the quicker it sometimes happens. So having these resources available to you when you feel good is something that like you can turn to when you quickly go down, like when you quickly get to that depressive state that you were not at yesterday or that you didn't feel two days ago. Um, And this is a way for you to commit to yourself and to know I am taking care of me. I'm taking care of future me. I'm taking care of the mother of my child or the wife of my husband. I am taking care of the people that love me by taking care of me. And that really helps me. So I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, please email me at thenaturopathicdoc.com, thenaturopathicdoc at gmail.com. Let's get this right. I really hope I I was helpful. And if you want more information about this, um, please let me know. Um, It's really fun to talk about things that are very difficult. I want to be very vulnerable on this podcast so I can really help people. I struggle with mental health. I struggle with it and I have struggled with it despite creating a commitment to naturopathic lifestyle, despite having wanting to have a holistic lifestyle. And I want to be clear that sometimes higher forces like medications are needed for you to feel like a normal person and that it's not a failure. That's not an inadequacy of yourself that is just the necessity of where you're at right now and it doesn't have to be forever it just has to be until you can find a way to support yourself and even if that never happens where you're never off the medication it's better to feel good and to have a life that's fulfilled and sustained and to feel like you can manage your life and feel like you're in control then to keep trying and going to a place that's no, that's not helpful, that's not clear, that's dark. And I want to give you permission to take care of yourself, no matter how that actually is. Show up for yourself today. But I want to remind you, perfection is not the answer. We only need to have a 2% gain. We only want to strive to do that 20% out of 80. We're not striving for 100. We're striving for good enough. Because perfect is the enemy of good enough. And I'm done with cliches. And I'll definitely talk to you next week. The next episode will launch on Monday. So please be watching and subscribe if you want the notification that it's there. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Naturopathic Doc Podcast. I hope you found today's episode helpful and informative. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help us reach more listeners and continue to provide valuable content to our community. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like to see covered on the show, please feel free to email us at thenaturopathicdoc at gmail.com or connect with us on social media. Until next time, be kind to yourself and your body and remember that you hold the power to your health dreams. Thank you for listening to the Naturopathic Doc Podcast.